hello, hello, everybody. Again, welcome to Flea Circus. And today's topic is alternate universes. Alternate universes, some of the things we've wondered about, pondered about, and probably believed they existed out there, but nobody really said anything of. So, here we go with this one. So, Indy, what do you think about alternate universes? Well, um, lately they've been like kind of the hot thing. Like you watch the new uh, Spider-Man movies and they got the multiverse and all that junk. And, you know, you watch the, uh, what are they? The Marvel films, right? Yeah, they they got all that craziness going on. So I think multiverses are crazy, man. Like um, Doctor Strange is like super heavy into multiverses. I think they're a really funny thing to talk about because in a different world, like an alternate universe, I'm you and you're me, you know? Uh, but wow, that would be mind blowing for that right there in all actuality, because <laughs> I would have a lot of responsibility. That's the first off thing. Yeah. Oh. I would have responsibility. That would be, that would be something. I mean, I mean, you would have responsibility too. It's just limited to two, two things that run yeah. around the house that just happen to be. I never really thought of that at all. I mean, mm-hmm. I got, yeah, I got a ton of responsibility, but I, I, I guess it's just part of my life where I'm just like, eh, well, it's not that bad. And then somebody else comes in, they're like, what? Yeah, it could be completely like a bunch chaotic. of actors, and it could be, wow. it could yeah. be. But also, in other universes and worlds out there, we could all be animals, and the animals could be people. Could you imagine, actually, your dogs owning you? Dude, that that would be horrible, because I would have to walk on all fours, and um, my knees hurt. So I don't think that would be very nice. I hope you treat them well. That's all I can say. Because if they're in charge and in power, imagine all of that. So, I don't know. Maybe I would. I think I would still be inside. I don't think I would be an outside human. Truth be told. <laughs> <laughs> I think I treated, I treated you know, these two well enough, you know, to actually gain inside access i believe i have wow that's really I believe nice I have, you know yeah like where I, where i grew up when i grew up too like we had two dogs uh and both of them were outside dogs my parents did not like having dogs inside so i think my parents would have to be outside dogs and that's terrible like or outside humans rather that wow yeah, imagine that being an outside human and then no, I don't want Dealing that. with everything that's out there. Oh, my God. Especially, think about going to the vet or, wow, the vet would be weird, too. Yeah, for real. I mean, I'd be so anxious. Like, the dogs, I'd be drooling all over the place. and mm. I don't know. And then the, it's, it's just the yeah. heightened. And think about the cool thing, though. We would have, like, heightened senses, probably, which would be neat. Yeah, well, I mean, 
back to the vet thing, I'd be kind of like, am I going to the park to go see other humans? Or am I going to get poked? <laughs> am I going to go get a toy? <laughs> the constant lies that you're told as a... You know what? I think about it. Let me take this back. The constant lies that we do tell our pets in particular just to get them to go to the vet and then imagine that same thing just happening to you in an alternate <laughs> universe that that is scary beyond belief so every time you think you might be going somewhere special or to get something you're not sometimes you're probably going to be left at home you can't really take care of yourself so they're going to have to take care of you. There's a lot of things that you give up. You give up freedoms. You give up. You can't even drive a car. Oh, man. Yeah, well, I mean, you'd have to run everywhere. I don't really feel that that would be a great universe. You know, I was I was thinking earlier mm-hmm. about... Um, like Western times when people didn't shower for months. Like, Oh, oh, uh uh-huh. Yeah. Like you think about that. It's like, if you found like an attractive woman or something, you'd really have to find her super attractive. Cause if she smelled like straight up stank BO, like, right. Gross. That in of itself is just nasty. Like I think about that. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's just rank beyond belief. That is absolutely disgusting. I am vomiting in my mouth right now thinking about that. There's just no hygiene whatsoever. My actual face is making a lot of faces right now just to hide back my own disgust. Well, think about this too. Like These dudes were working on the railroads and... They were all dusty and it gets hot in like Arizona and New Mexico and all those places. So they're out working and then they don't shower for like four or five months. It'd be straight up stank. Nasty. Uh, and then imagine, unfortunately, the intimacy that happens and they're both still stinky. Yeah. And no toothbrush. Ah, uh, yeah. Deodorant non existent. Uh. That is really nasty. Imagine that still goes on somewhere. It probably does. You know, not even alternate universe speaking, but just there's general. people out there with just bad hygiene. Yeah. Yeah, that's funky. And that could be like an alternate universe like on Earth to us, kind of. I hope not. No, well, yeah, it is. I said I hope not because think about it, even just on a regular everyday basis, even if you're standing in line somewhere and God forbid you're standing in line behind a smelly individual that is so rancid and then you are just bearing it. You're standing there because you want your items so badly that mm-hmm. you're standing in there just taking it and taking it. Well, I mean, we both kind of work customer service. You know, you got to deal with people. And um, 
I have to sell things to people and sometimes they get off work and there's just like, wow, you're stanky, bro. Like, <laughs> you work hard. You can't be the hardest worker out there, man. Uh, that is so funny though when you think about it because you hold back a decent amount just for the whole thing of customer service and so you don't seem so much like a turd burglar to mm. the other person. So it's just like you're saying the niceties like, hey, how you doing? And then they're like, oh, I'm doing great. And then you're like, <laughs> good, good, good. And then your nose gets a whiff of everything. Like your whole senses are invited to one of the most grossest rides of its life and they are begging you just to shut off they actually want to commit suicide but <laughs> they can't they just can't <laughs> they just well, can't with me i'm just like hurry up let's finish this transaction i need to step away like please mm-hmm. it's so mm-mm, yeah and so it's a good thing i'm a manager too because i can be like hey can you can you take this over real quick i gotta go over there and then they come oh. over and they're just like, oh, my goodness. So you just pawn off this. <laughs> yes. That is I've done a diabolical thing to do to <laughs> Hey, I don't have to suffer it, so. Yeah, that's true. I mean, why not allow somebody else to go ahead and take care of your dirty work? That That's not, you know what? I'm not even mad about that. That's actually ingenious. Hey, I got to do what I got to do. You just tap yeah. him on the shoulder like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. Can you handle this? <laughs> and then you just walk off. <laughs> you like, just walk off. <laughs> I got to I gotta go throw up real quick. Just help me out here. Oh, my God. That is so funny, though. That is completely funny. Have you ever thought about the fact that we could be on the back of a cosmic turtle in space? Um, no, no, <laughs> no, never. I never have. It hasn't crossed your mind before. No, uh, should it? Like, should it have? Like, hmm. I'm not when's the last time you thought of that? I'm not saying that it should have, but I think the last time I thought about that is when I did a sketch of a cosmic world turtle. It was so awesome. So okay. I was just thinking, what if we're on the back of a cosmic world turtle floating through space, just chilling? I mean, there's so many other theories and thoughts about craziness happening on up there. So why not this like chill cosmic sea turtle just like, here we go. We're just going to coast through space and you better enjoy the ride. And then we're all like, all right. Sounds I great. I kind of like that. You I know like what I'm the saying? Yeah. yeah, the cosmic sea turtle just like chilling, like floating, like no big deal. I mean, sure, we got flat earth theories and all this other stuff. Let's bring back the cosmic world turtle. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about more it. with that than flat earth. I mean, mm-hmm. I'd rather be on a turtle than a flat earth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The turtle's really cool, too. You know, it's just a turtle doing turtle business. Just turtling hmm. about, I think it will be cool. Just you're just chilling on the back of a turtle. Would the turtle eat though, or is it just kind of like 
I'm I think some... occasionally the turtle would have to like you know stop every once in a while, like to do some they they eat some cosmic strawberries. Turtle. Yeah, <laughs> cosmic strawberries. I was about to say turtle petals, but I like pellets. But cosmic strawberries is a whole lot better. It just I don't even know where that came out from. Everything. I don't know, but either. But I'll just roll with it. <laughs> cosmic strawberries. <laughs> it sounds like a little Debbie treat. It does, or it sounds like some cereal from back in the nineties. Could you imagine? You're sitting oh, there, yes. you're just like flipping through the channels. Think about it. If I'm setting the like nice little scene here, you you're sitting down enjoying your Saturday, and you're watching the cartoons, of course, because Saturday morning cartoons were mm-hmm. so banging back then. And then you see this commercial. Cosmic strawberries. Oh, hi, the kids. Giant I'm, turtle. I'm Sammy the Strawberry, and we're going to go with Cosmic <laughs> Rough Rough. <laughs> that would be in an alternate universe. The that would be in an alternate universe, the Cosmic Strawberries, but I would eat those things, though. Could you imagine how awesome those things would taste? Yeah, they'd probably blow our minds. I mean, what, what do they say? Uh, what are those... Pistol shrimps or whatever, they see like 10,000 different colors while we can only see like a, a couple hundred. They can. That cosmic strawberry would make you see all those different colors. The cosmic can... strawberry would be one of the most epic things to taste in a lifetime. It yeah. really would be. It really it kind of sounds be. illegal. Like I don't, I don't even know if I should be talking about this right now. Nah, man, Maybe we just unlock fun. something. Nah, man, we're good. Like cosmic strawberries. As long as everybody else might not know about it, it's not bad. I mean, why is somebody going to tell about something that's great and would actually give good benefits? feeling? Yeah, benefits. True, benefits mm. to society. Never I'd mind. I take all that back. That that would definitely that would definitely happen. Somebody would just be like, you know what, this cosmic strawberry is gonna be mine. Oh my! <laughs> and then it turns into know? exactly, and then it turns into one of those those movies. Of course, it turns into a movie where there's this huge oppressor trying to take away the cosmic strawberries, and then a nice little group of rebels pop out of nowhere. You know, they're a bunch of misfits, and they save the society and the world from the evil tyrant or overlord taking away all the <laughs> cosmic strawberries. <laughs> Dude, I would I always, totally watch it. I always see, like, because Tom Cruise is always portrayed as a good guy or whatever. Tom Cruise is... I see him as a bad dude. Like Tom actually, Cruise... Like, oh, my God. Oh. Taking yep. those cosmic strawberries away. Tom Cruise is so high on whatever it might be because I will never forget that he was on Oprah and then Oprah was asking him about whoever he was. Katie Holmes. There we go. And he was jumping on the couch doing backflips and everything. (laughs) I mean, he was like, he was punching Oprah in the face, you know, (laughs) throwing chairs. Like he summoned like a demon. There was a whole bunch of stuff going on. <laughs> That's how bad it was when he was just jumping on the couch. You know, he was just jumping on the couch. But to me, what I've seen 
was like this apocalyptic horror happening right in front of my eyes where overjoyed with whatever he was on. What did he snort, by the way, before he got on there? Um, Cosmic Strawberries. Oh, man. Cosmic Strawberries. (laughs) Can't be Cosmic Strawberries, man. Cosmic (laughs) Strawberries are pure, and they will actually help society come together as a whole. That's what I believe about Cosmic Strawberries. What he probably snorted was Cosmic Limes. Cosmic Limes. Oh, yeah. You don't want to do that. Yeah, he probably like crushed And see, you know, the Cosmic Limes, they're not the fruits that we might think they are. They're probably like crystallized versions of the fruits that you can easily smash up, dice them up, line them up, and do what you got to do with them. Hmm. Yeah, you know... That's mm-hmm. that's so vivid. Like I could see it in my mind right now. Like yeah. I, I don't want cosmic limes. See, that's what I'm saying. Cosmic limes versus cosmic strawberries. I'm gonna I'll go with cosmic strawberries. Yeah, cosmic strawberries. They have to be the thing. It's a whole lot better than what you can actually expect. I would like for generations to enjoy cosmic strawberries. You know, speaking of cosmic strawberries, it reminds me of that time mm-hmm. when we went to. Uh, Liverpool, and we saw the yellow submarine and uh, Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> Sergeant Pepper. Uh, the Beatles, they were completely on some other stuff. Yeah, they uh, they probably ate real cosmic strawberries. I believe they ate cosmic strawberries for real. There's yeah. many times that album is full of cosmic strawberries. Yeah. It's yeah. unbelievable how that album is inspired by Cosmic Strawberries. My <laughs> thing is, if they did eat the Cosmic Strawberries, they would have to actually cross to other dimensions and or universes Facts. for the Cosmic yeah. Strawberries. Oh, I mean, they probably went on a mission with Sergeant Pepper and that's how they met Sergeant Pepper, and that's why they had such a strong bond for the Cosmic Strawberries while they rode in the Yellow Submarine. I could imagine that Sergeant Pepper is like this old sergeant, smokes cigarettes, has sunglasses, and probably drinks a little bit more than he needs to. Mm-hmm. And he's so gun ho about everything. He probably has a lot of issues going on upstairs in his noggin, mm-hmm. but he he's just so charismatic. You just want to follow him to do whatever. If he's going to go fight a walrus, you're like, all right, let's go fight this walrus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I yeah, I, I guess. Um I would have to be well equipped in order to fight a walrus. So I'd be like, "Hey, Sergeant Pepper, what you got for me, bro? Like, what kind of harpoon is <laughs> has it been safety checked? Like, when's the last time this thing was fired? Is it lubricated?" And I'd I'd go battle with Sergeant Pepper. Yeah, I feel like Sergeant Pepper wouldn't even have a harpoon. He's just gonna tell you to use your fist. <laughs> That's how hardcore he would be in my mind, bro. Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> you think you could punch a walrus? 
Yeah. He'd probably punch himself. Get the walrus to punch himself. That would be hilarious, though. Like, yeah. You would hey, be charismatic. You have to be able to think about it. If you're going up against a walrus, right, you have to be able to dodge the tusk when they come mm-hmm. at you. And mm-hmm. not only that, these things, I don't know how much they weigh, but just seeing how huge they are, I imagine them to weigh a whole lot. So if you, you have to dodge it at the right time, but the tusk is going to come at you. But I believe that if you get caught up in that situation, Sergeant Pepper is going to come out of nowhere and hit him with like an uppercut, like Ryu off a Street Fighter type of uppercut. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd have to. There'll be no choice. Mm -hmm. He'll be like Master Roshi from Dragon Ball. (laughs) (laughs) What are we crossing to right now? What? I mean, we're crossing so so many lines of places i mean this is about alternate universes and oh, dimensions dude. and sergeant pepper and could everything. be in yeah he could be in dbz i could Why see not? it i could see it just imagine him as it's like in one of those tournaments that they usually do and then <laughs> the mysterious fighter sergeant pepper <laughs> that would be amazing i would watch I would it like that yeah i mean DBZ is already legit, but Sergeant Pepper, Sergeant Pepper would make it even more legit. Yeah, I mean, they they're doing crossovers of everything, so why not just throw it in there? Mm, I think the crossover that we need, I believe, is a crossover where there is the Ninja Turtles. All right, the Ninja Turtles meet or cross over with Scooby Doo. Ninja Turtles and Scooby Doo. Yeah. Huh. It's just outlandish. I know it's completely off the wall, but hear me out. Okay. It would be entertaining. You know. I would like that because I love Scooby-Doo. True. I just love it. And why not? I mean, just a bunch of teenage mutant Ninja Turtles eating pizza and solving crimes. There you go. And it's teenagers, teenagers, talking turtles, talking (laughs) dog. Well, I mean, why not? You got Shaggy. Oh, dude. Shaggy would put some pizza down, dude. Yo, okay. All right, now there's the question. Who would eat more pizza, Michelangelo Mm. or Shaggy? The question is, who would eat Mm -hmm. the weirder pizza? Because Shaggy can eat anything pretty much. True. But I think Michelangelo might beat Shaggy. I think he would, too. I really do. I think he would, too. I also He's burning think, all those calories. I also think that if the monster appeared, could you imagine the monster just getting beat up by like Raphael? <laughs> slicing like and dicing. He's slicing and dicing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real human. Don't kill him. 
Then they commit a murder, and then it changes. <laughs> the whole theme changes because now they got to find somewhere to bury the body because things got a little bit dark and maybe completely <laughs> dark, completely, absolutely dark. Because before, believe it or not, the Ninja Turtles were a little bit more grittier. If you remember the what was it, the first. The first Ninja Turtle movie, mm-hmm. the live action one. Remember how darker that was versus the other, what was it, other three? Yeah, because there was four of them. Yeah, versus the other three. It was a oh, little yeah. bit more, yeah, it was definitely a little bit more grittier. Like well, people getting knocked out and then people just like psh, getting beat the crap out of. And then, <laughs> and then Raph with the, the angst. Hardcore teenage angst because everybody wanted to be like Raph because Raph was that guy of Mr. Antihero. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't blame him though. I mean, he's a teenager and he's got all these abilities and stuff. Why not? Right? Like, he can kick butt and stuff and he could protect himself. Yeah. So. And then he was always, always going against Leonardo. Man, Leo, you 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 know what? You you're nothing, man. You shouldn't even be a leader. <laughs> and then Leo's like, "Oh, come on, Raph. You know, don't you don't mean that. We gotta listen to Master Splinter. No, I'm not even about things what Splinter's talking about. I'm out of here." And then he goes on one of his little. <laughs> Yo, you're pretty good at that. How many times have you practiced this, like? <laughs> This Truth is your be told, th- this is like, <laughs> this is all years of television watching <laughs> as a child. I got a feeling you watched watch almost every other night or something. Like, I'm telling you, Ninja wrath. Turtles, they were, they were there. Like, I, would, I would just turn on the TV and watch them. You know? Yeah, so, they were really good. They were, they were on point. The Turtles were so on point. Everybody would want to be a turtle because you got the, the skills you could eat pizza and you could still mm. look pretty Skateboard? ripped. Yeah. And skateboarding. Yeah. Plus, I mean, there was April. Like, she was awesome. April O'Neil. Yeah. She was legit. She was but, legit. Uh, it seemed like everything was like ninjas and fighting, like kung fu and stuff back then. In of its own, the 90s, particularly our time of growing up, seemed like an alternate universe. It was all about fighting. It was like that universe was all about like just like punching and kicking. Remember Powerpuff Girls? Yeah. Oh, man. Mojo Jojo used to get beat up terribly. Oh, dude. (laughs) He's going to crack his skull and stuff. It was messed up. (laughs) Yo. <laughs> Remember he got stomped in the mouth? How do you get stomped yes. in the mouth? That is Yo, he was always losing teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was terrible. He would lose teeth. It's like his brain would be showing. His <laughs> eyeballs would be coming out of his head. Powerpuff Girls really always just gave him the hands every time they seen him. He could be... He could be actually minding his own business 
<laughs> like, cooking dinner. Doing some like <laughs> normal stuff. And then they Washington bust through his man. window. It's like, we got you again, Mojo Jojo. <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, nothing. Mojo Jojo's just cooking. And then like blossom or bubbles like uppercuts him. And he goes flying up into like the ceiling. And That's then, too much laundry detergent. <laughs> Smash him. <laughs> Yo, oh, he man. lived in like Central Park or something like in a laboratory. It was like, yeah, they that huge tower. They did. They knew exactly where he lived. That has to be one of the most terrifying lives to live. Imagine if you lived as Mojo Jojo. Well, when would I find peace? Like I'm always <laughs> you would never find peace. <laughs> oh man, that has to suck so bad. Oh, I got one. I got one. Mm-hmm. Alternate universe. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Instead of living where we are now, right. we live in Gotham City. Oh no, nah, man, I'm good. Nope. Yep, I, I had to open up this can of worms. Gotham City, worst place on in all the universes. Like, it's horrible. Why would anybody live in Gotham? Mm. Yeah. The thing about Gotham City, as we have discussed, is there is really no peace in Gotham City. Mm-mm. None. Because you have a maniacal clown prince of crime... Mm-hmm. Then you have also you also have poison ivy and you have yeah. penguin and you have bane and you have Mr. Freeze and Two Face. Mm-hmm. I remember even on what was it, the Batman animated series, was it the giant bat? I forgot I think it was Man Bat. Maybe I'm wrong. I can't oh, remember. Oh yeah, that too was terrifying. Yes, that's another one. There's so many people just going crazy there and not only them you have to worry about just regular everyday robbers bugs and the police even the police was corrupt and then the only the only thing that's a shining light is some body dressed as a bat just beating mm-hmm. the ever living crap out of everybody. <laughs> just randomly swooping down, swooping down and punching the crap out of everybody, and it's like, taking children to make them assassins as well. You know what? That's the even crazier part. Like I said, he saw bits of himself in these these kids. <laughs> he really did. Like he's an orphan, so why not take an orphan? Could you? That's. <laughs> You know what? what? Yo, that just sounded really strange. Hey, let me just find this orphan and take That's him under what my happened. bat. All wing. these, tr- all these troubled kids became part of his bat family. See, that's another thing about a nice alternate type of universe or alternate living situation. If you were under the training of Batman, oh, dude, that would be terrible, wouldn't it? Oh. I'd be getting wrecked. Yeah, imagine all the PTSD you have (laughs) as a child. (laughs) You were so screwed. (laughs) Like I'd feel terrible to be like Robin or was it? Is it Nightwing? Yeah, because he finally was tired of uh, 
Batman's just everything. He decided, you know what? I've grown up. I'm my own man now, which is good. It was good for it was good for him, definitely good. But then, of course, there was others besides him. So it just uh, after he left, Batman's all like, "I need more," and so (laughs) more children. (laughs) He needs more. Take him. (laughs) Oh man, God forbid that you were the one that's on his list. Whew. I got to spy on these kids to see which one's more like me. The training you go through probably getting beat beat up. <laughs> Imagine yes, you're doing intense training again. But smash him against the face. But Bruce, like... I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> tired. <laughs> we just got started. <laughs> <laughs> It's bad, dude. Like, imagine that your face is completely messed up. You probably haven't had any food for a while because he's he's Batman. Bruce Wayne is a bit deranged, so uh, you kind of kind of messed what, up. How would Alfred let him do this? He's like, Easy. oh, yeah, are you gonna find another child so we can train him, or? Easy. Alfred's still getting paid, right? <laughs> Alfred, Alfred's like, I've been seeing you do this for a while. Wow, you know. Master Bruce. Nothing. Master Bruce, I've seen you've been doing this for a while. I'm just always caring about the money that I get in my pockets. And here's uh, that glass of water that you asked for. You notice I said only only you and that whole thing because he is keeping the kid or God forbid you in this situation, since this is all about alternate universes and living circumstances, dehydrated. <laughs> Could you imagine that? He's just drinking a glass of water in front of you. <laughs> You're just laying there on the ground like Mojo Jojo. <laughs> Your life ultimately sucks. It is bad. Yo, in imagine. Imagine Batman trained Mojo Jojo. Okay, that would be wow. What mm-hmm. if Batman trained Mojo Jojo? Bat, uh, Mojo jo- Jojo wouldn't get beat up as much by the power of girls. He'd be he'd be a little bit more, I would say, on that line of sinister in a way. He'd yeah, be something. Well, he'd be a force to be reckoned with. I don't disagree, but that's three on one. True. And they got superpowers like. They can fly and they're just destructive creatures. Chemical X. Chemical X really changed the whole game. Chemical Mm -hmm. X was like the super drug in a way. You know what? Just for that reason, wouldn't mind go ahead doing some, you know, being a Powerpuff girl. Reasons why? I could beat up whoever I want. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know if I'd want to be a Powerpuff Girl because I would have way too much power. Nah, man, it's fine. Don't even worry about that part. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, who would win in a fight, though? The Powerpuff Girls or Superman? Because, like, they can fly and they have, like, laser beams and stuff. Let me see. I think think Supes might still have it, but he'll still hold back, though. I think Superman would hold back a lot because he's fighting against children but at the same time <laughs> he would 
He wouldn't. I think I know Superman could beat the Powerpuff Girls, but he would be holding back. He would. He would hold back a lot. I hope so. Well, then again, mm-hmm. I don't know. They deserve to be jailed for what they do to Mojo. That's, that's criminal. <laughs> they deserve to be under the, you know, and that's what I said. I wouldn't mind being a Powerpuff Girl because you think about it. Think about all the times you could just beat the, just beat up everybody. Anyone. Yeah. They're a villain. Yeah. They get the hands. What if they're the villain? They're just giving hands. Mm. In the alternate universe. Oh, wow. If they were the villains the whole time? Yeah, because they're just out bullying everybody, and these people are actually trying to do good things. Mm. That's a tough one. That is why I do enjoy the TV show called The Boys, because Mm -hmm. it's about superheroes, but basically the superheroes are actually not good people. Let's just keep it at that. But it is a great show to definitely watch and it kind of it kind of reminds you of what if regular everyday people just became superheroes we're talking about from the you know everyday kind of decent people to people that probably shouldn't have powers in the first place hmm interesting yep, yep. and that as a universe would be crazy. Sounds terrible. It is it is on that line of very much thought provoking. It really does. It gets the brain definitely thinking, especially when it comes to different senses of morality too, mm-hmm. in a way. Because with to quote out one of the greatest people out there, R.I.P. to him. Shout out to him right now. Shout out to Uncle Ben. Because Uncle Ben's like, <laughs> yo. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Let me get the quote. Let me get the quote. <laughs> I thought it was going to okay. be like a real human. <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't. <clears throat> <laughs> all right, all right, let me get the quote out. <clears throat> so Uncle Ben said to Peter Parker, he looked at him dead in his eyes completely and said, Boy, well, he didn't go like boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, hold on. <clears throat> Piggy. With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> and that's what he said. So, with all... I'm just... I'm envisioning you saying, boy! Because <laughs> you know old people, they always... Hey, 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 come here, son. Boy, listen here. You know, like Foghorn Leghorn did back in the day. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> but that is so true. If you have all this power, imagine all, like you even said previously, all the abilities and things you could do. Yeah, that would, I don't know. 
be kind of heavy because then everybody always depends on you all the time. It'd be kind of difficult. And it would be. And that's why I would probably, in that universe, I would definitely be like a mercenary like Deadpool. You want my services? You have to pay me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what Just I would saying. do. Like, that's it. I guess it really depends on which like powers I have because if it's <clears throat> really that big a deal, like mm-hmm. then I can just be really selfish with it or it could be helpful. But does anybody else have the same types of powers and stuff that I have? That's yeah. the big question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's so many things to actually play with and, and things like that. You could be helpful, but also you could be a bit selfish. Like a... Uh, I would go with a 50-50. I would, I would help those people that definitely just like need it. Mm-hmm. But for everybody else, I'm like, nah, show me the cash. Yeah, <laughs> what well, you got right there? It would be kind of show like the winning the, ladder, the lottery because it would be like, you know, all these people come out of nowhere. Hey, I'm your great aunt's cousin's brother. I need your help. And it's like, <laughs> no, I don't know you, bro. And then all of a sudden you're a villain. And then they become villains. You know what I'm saying? True. Or you could have like a really <clears throat> terrible superpower, like turn into putty or something. Imagine oh, that. that would... Just turn into putty. <laughs> that is your superpower. You <laughs> are lame. Don't get asked for anything. They need help. There's a bank getting robbed. Please don't be there because you know what? You are just going to be useless. Well, someone can mind. slip on you. There you go. That's exactly that point, too. That's that's the only good point is someone could probably slip on you, except if that person or those bank robbers decide to have slit resistant boots or shoes or even Don't like a bucket that. and then just mop you in there. Oh, true. Imagine that. That would suck. Put a wet floor like, sign on top of you. <laughs> here you go. You think it, it's your time to save the day and then. As they're running out, one of them gets like a has a mop in a bucket and just easily mops you up, <laughs> puts you in the bucket and tosses you out. That's it. <laughs> Nothing else to go on. You know what else would be crazy though for uh-huh. a universe? Imagine if the insects were ginormous, oh. and we are the small ones. Oh, dude, I don't like that. Yeah, that'd be scary, wouldn't it? Imagine like a spiders. Ants, a praying mantis. Oh, dude, those things freak me out, even though they don't do anything. You know, praying mantises are actually some diabolical little predators when it comes to taking out other insects. The speed that they attack at, oof, that would be scary, especially oh. if it's huge, <clears throat> like monstrous size. We would get messed up. You a know, lot of us would get messed up. When I was a kid. Time. Uh, mm-hmm. They took us to the science center in El Paso and um, it was called the insights museum. And okay. uh, they had a display with giant, massive insects and praying mantis was one. And it was like 10 or 15 foot tall. And every time I think of a praying mantis, I think of that display and it, it was a thing of nightmares. It was terrifying. Oh, I, yeah, I was like seven. That. Oh man, that sucks. Even when you're a seven year old, you're trying to 
imagine you're just doing everything like normally, like brushing your teeth and you look out the window and then there's a praying mantis. But it's not the small little praying mantis that you think about seeing. Mm. It's the one that, you know, you experience that museum. Hi, Matt. And then you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> that thing, oh, dude, it freaks me out. And then you I like think looking through your window. <laughs> no way, dude. <laughs> that thing was so scary. Like, It'd be completely scary. I mean, I would poop myself. Yeah, I really would. I would actually poop myself. Well, how would we get rid of the things? Like, would we just have to have a giant bottle of Raid? I, I guess. At first, I thought you were asking, how would I get rid of the poop that I just pooped <laughs> on myself with? Because of the current situation of giant insects. So, a giant thing of Raid? Ooh. That might work. However, I think the insects, specifically certain ones, might be immune to it. Mm. So even imagine like, mm, imagine even a scorpion. That would be scary. Dude. Or even a cave cricket, like the ones that we have here. No. Yeah. Like my skin is crawling. That is so nasty. I hate insects. They're just, Mm. they're horrible little creatures. They are. I know people say like now spiders help keep away gnats. And it's like, yeah, they do. But, but if I see any one of them, I'm kind of, kind of smashing on them. Like yeah. my foot, right there. Squish them a couple of times. I'm gonna ensure they're dead too. Like some Machiavellian type of stuff. They might be dead, and I'm gonna stop on them again. And after that, they still kind of like twitching a little bit. So I give them like the people's elbow real quick. You know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going all out. That's it. Flamethrowers. You know, everything's happening. No. They're like, going to get waterboarded. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the others? <laughs> what are you doing here? Oh, man. It, that, that's exactly what would happen. That, that definitely has to happen. I think even crazier would be imagining or being in a universe and or a place where Godzilla and the rest of those monsters, the huge kaiju monsters are real. Mm. Um, yep. My question is, mm-hmm. did they even know that these creatures existed like ever or did it just kind of happen or... Hmm. What I can remember in the current movies, and I think probably even the previous movies as well, is, of course, that myth of Godzilla is there. Mm -hmm. Or they, it's either that or they awaken him by accident. It's always when he's awakened by accident and just chilling. Really. It's like they go... And they do something, and he's just been sleeping, having a good nap, a nice little slumber. You know, he's he's tucked away in his nice, probably like monster-sized bed, got his pillows and everything. Yeah. He probably he probably also has you know a nice 
bit of like essential oils or some something going a little bit, some lavender. Oh yeah. You know, that way he gets a deep sleep going on. A little bit some on his chamomile? pillow. Yeah, there you go. That type of stuff. Yeah. And then imagine all of a sudden something just wakes you out of that deep, deep, great slumber that you were in. I mean, I understand that. Do I want to live through that? Absolutely not, because there's a good chance I'm going to die because there's this rampaging giant lizard messing up everything. And then he has the atomic breath. Oof. Oh. Good luck with that. Yeah. No, I <clears throat> I don't know where I'd want to live if um, those things existed because, I mean, I specifically live in the middle of the country, so I don't have to deal with hurricanes and like tsunamis and all that junk. I would have to know if these things existed because I would figure out where they won't come. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, so you're saying that you want to actually track wherever they're going, kind of like not really like a storm chaser. That would be like a monster chaser, but you're just trying to make sure you know their line of Wherever they might be trying to head to next. Yeah, I'm not trying to live there, man. You know what I'm saying? I got a family. I got two dogs, yeah. too. Exactly. You have a whole squad right there. You know, just from that perspective, you would probably be a main character in that story or movie oh. of Godzilla. I'm just saying. It's always the family man that it happens to. Like... Mm. They focus on a, the family man, where it's like, you know, he's trying to do right, have his family together and everything. And then here comes Godzilla because somebody decided to wake him up and then he's terrorizing everything. And so it's the family man, the everyday man that rises to the occasion. <laughs> the that would be you, man. Indy. That's it. That would be you, Indy. Every man. I love rises that. Rises to the occasion. The you know, everyday to, man. That sounds awesome. There you go. Face Godzilla, you know. The average would, American. There you go. Facing a giant monster. That all he wanted to do was sleep. Yeah, I don't blame him though, dude. Like, I just want to sleep all the time too, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't blame him either. He, think about it. He probably actually has a lot that he has going for him. Maybe he's actually trying to better himself. He has some things going on for his, like, trying to get his skill set up. Yeah, what you know, if he's trying sure to get his, his resume good? Yeah. That's what I, or even better yet, what if he's actually just trying to get a certification in cybersecurity, IT? Yeah, and that's, that's good why. Food. That's why he's been trying just to get more and more sleep. We don't know the problems that Godzilla actually has been going through. Yeah. We don't. We haven't actually walked many miles in his giant <laughs> shoes. We, we don't know what that man's. We don't know what the G-Man got going on with his life. We need to advocate for him. That's what I'm saying. Like, we should. We should advocate for the G-Man. Stop waking giant creatures up. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, Why not? You know. Why not? Another alternate universe I'm thinking about right now, just because of that, is um, mm -hmm. one where dinosaurs still exist. Oh, are you talking about like in the ways of 
kind of like Jurassic Park world. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about where we coexist with these things? Yes. Oh God, no. Nope. Yes. I'm not having that one. Nope. I, it, that's. I mean, it's possible right now. They're even talking I'm about at- stuff like that, and I'm like, this is so stupid. Don't. Yeah, imagine the traffic jams just going to work though. And then you see like these brontosaurus just taking up all the space, and then you you got to call in to work, and then yeah, I'm gonna be late again. I got these I got I got these brontosauruses. You just taking up all the space. That's like the Flintstones. <laughs> Wilma. See, what? now, if it was incorporated like the Flintstones, where it's more on that, I, I wouldn't mind that universe. That would be kind of funny, I wouldn't funny, mind huh? that at all. That would actually be interesting. That one. Minus the one where it's more like Jurassic Park or even Jurassic World or like the newest ones they got out. I'm not dealing with... I go out and then I look over and there's a Velociraptor. And then I look at the Velociraptor and it looks at me. And then I look back at it, and then it's just coming my way. And then there's more of them. I'm like, I'm automatically dead. I can't do anything. I was just trying to get my mail. That's it. <laughs> I was just that's all I was, <laughs> that's all I was to trying to do. Bills. Exactly. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to survive out here. I have to survive twice as hard because there's velociraptors and every other thing that's actually trying to to hurt me. I, I can't. I can't do that one. Oh, that's rough, man. Like, what about what about being um, oh, what was that movie? The one, The Jungle Book, Mowgli. Okay. Being able yeah. to actually speak to animals and live in the wild like that. I mean, would that be awesome or would that be kind of terrifying? Mm. Oof. That would probably, depending on where you're at, anywhere really would be terrifying because you have to think too, if you're able to speak to these animals, these animals, some of them probably have a huge grudge against us already. I'm not trying to deal with that. As soon as you walk out there, you're like minding your own business or at least... You're in the wild, chilling, and depending on where you're at, once again, you have one of those predators out there. And you're going to try to bargain your life with, say, for instance, a tiger. Mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nah, I'm not trying to do that. I, I can't see myself actually bargaining with this tiger. Like, I got I to gotta have something at least that this tiger might find more of a meal than myself, you know, I gotta be like, Hey, look, um, look, Tony, the tiger, you know, frosted flakes, they're great, you know? (laughs) And first off, right there, right there, automatically I'll be dead just because of that. You'd be like, I can't, nah, (laughs) (laughs) nah, I'm, I'm dying right there. That's, that's just because I'm talking trash to a tiger. I'm automatically dead. I couldn't survive that one either. Yeah. So there's um, no way. What about... Um, mm-hmm. uh, what was I going to say? What If you're a human, you'd be able to like hunt and stuff too. So you'd be like, I'll just kill you a wildebeest. Like, 
can you just like spare me today? I'll, I'll just hunt that wildebeest and you don't have to deal with your hunt for today. Or do they just like, like bloody wildebeest? You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's actually true. You can bargain I, I, with them. You can definitely bargain. So now are we talking to, because I remember you said about just kind of living in the wilderness, kind of like Mowgli from Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. Okay, what if it's more of a coexistence where we're able to talk with animals, I guess. So we're out, you know, you go, say for instance, you're going out, you know, something regular, getting ready to go to your car. And then these like <laughs> nice little murder of crows up there. They're like, you hear them call at first. And then after that, they're like, hey, let's take a crap on his, um, his car. He just cleaned it. i've been holding i've been holding this one in for a while (laughs) we just flew 64 miles from nashville you know what i I just want to let you know this is nothing personal it's your car was just right there Oh man, I I don't know what I would do. I'd probably like they would probably have some kind of like way of a deterrent or something, maybe like a horn or something, and then just freak them out and they'd fly away. And then they'd probably get mad, wouldn't they? They would because crows are absolutely smart. They have like the mind of a seven year old, so you know they're gonna come back. Yeah, even like ravens and crows, they're really intelligent birds. Yeah, I wouldn't. Wouldn't want to make any enemies with them at all. I'm not about that type of thing. No, I'm, I'm really not, dude. And birds really have numbers. They do. They have. They have crazy numbers. And insects. And they have numbers too. Germs. Germs have. Germs. Bacteria. They have the most numbers. Oh, dude! I don't even want to Those think about that. Those are the ones with craziest numbers. Yes. Like the army. Oh man. If germs and bacteria really and every other living thing or organism got sentient and then we would have to fight them off, that Mm, would mm, be mm. a crazy reality. That one right there, that universe, mm. you're talking about rationing food. You're talking about a constant war with everything. Yeah, but, you know, just thinking about that just kind of mm-hmm. freaks me out because just during, like, the COVID, that was so mm-hmm. scary. Like, you had to ration because you couldn't go to stores. You couldn't even drive in some places. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it was really, it was really absolutely crazy. It starts to get my mind to think about more or less, like, on those apocalyptic levels, even yes. for, as they say, with everything like zombies. Mm-hmm. You know, that. <laughs> it did feel like that because I'd go to the grocery store and I would just kind of like walk around and the aisles would be empty and there would be no bread, like two freaking loaves or mm-hmm. it was so wild. I was like, dude, where would we live? Like North Korea? Like I thought I lived in Missouri. It was absolutely surreal at certain points where you and, you know, your family were just kind of there with each other. 
it was those moments where it felt like you were completely cut off from everybody else. You wouldn't, in reality, you really were just due to the fact of what was going around. And so this is, those were some of the times where people, people's even mental health came into play. And then not only that, it was, it did, it felt like on those, in a small way, it did feel like on that level of just like, what if what's happening? People got extremely, extremely paranoid. There was everything happening. People had the nice little fear machines going on in their head. It was, mm-hmm. it was completely nuts. And then I'm out here like, well, I got to figure out what I got to do next in particular about what show is there to watch for the umpteenth time <laughs> or what else can I do right now just to keep my mind, you know, abreast on everything that's going on. You yeah. did for a good minute. And, you know, it was a, it was a make or break for a lot of people, you know? So it's, well, it was on that, that level of certain stuff for certain folks so we uh we wanted i had never seen that show survivor and erica was Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of series of survivor we can watch that and i was like it looks stupid but whatever and we started watching it and it was okay um but yeah covid was just like i never thought i'd ever have to experience something like that in my life yeah, those and you thought it just was shown on the movies. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy thing. You know what's even crazier? Thinking about a universe where mostly where everything that happens on the movies happens in reality. It slowly happens in our current reality every once in a while where people are like, Oh, the Simpsons predicted this. Mm-hmm. But but in a place where it just happens every single time. Like if you think about it, you have like the things of Terminator. So AI, and then you have the things of Planet of the Apes type of deal. Then you have the Oof. things of even even some of the silly stuff like rom-com type stuff. Yeah. You know, so it'll be borderline. But then you also have on that other far side, of course, you have that suspense and thriller and horror and every other kind of dark movie that might be out there that we don't know about. So it's a whole realm of it it's from well, the good, the bad and completely. Ooh. So Korean movies are just kind of like when those horror films are just wild. Like I'm like, where do you come are. up with these crazy ideas? Like they're pretty messed up. They are. They are like, I would say like, uh, what was it? especially when I was stationed over in Korea, those Korean movies were some of the most intense movies I've seen in my life. Like even there's this movie called train to Busan shout out to that movie because it, if you like zombie flicks, great movie, Mm. but train to Busan is such, I would say it's a good movie because the way that they film things, they have you even caring about like secondary characters just because they're played out that well. Really? For real. I'm telling you, Korean movies, they, they know how to do things. Like, they really do. They step it up like some good notches. They really do. But that train to Busan, I say you should check it out. Yeah. It's good stuff. I'll check it out yeah. and I'll, I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely check it out. I would not want to live in that universe, though, because once again, 
zombies and everything. I'm not trying to sit up there and, you know, get that whole bitten thing. But at the same time, I mean, who wouldn't want to, like, punch a zombie in the face? Or, like, you know. See, I, I would be afraid because I'd be like, what if I touch this thing and then all of a sudden I'm infected? You know? True. Do they transmit through just saliva or is it bloodborne? <clears throat> Like, it's always changes with zombies, though. It's never like one thing. Sometimes it's, it's through saliva, bloodborne. Sometimes they're slow. Other times they're completely fast. Mm-hmm. And there's also, you know what? It's just, it depends on the writer. It really does. It depends on the writer. Whatever the writer might believe makes good film for anything, it happens. The writer has the it has all the magic. Every single ounce of magic belongs to the writer. So if I want me a fast zombie, I'll get me a fast zombie. If I want a zombie to have some intelligent conversations and drink some bourbon and smoke a cigar and have a monocle. (laughs) 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 Well, you know what? My zombie's going to do all those things. That, um, That is your universe zombie. So... You can, you know what? Yeah, yeah, I would go with that. That would actually be pretty cool to have a universe like zombie, like that. He's just, he just goes around and he's just actually, he's actually just trying to live. He reads books. He, you know, chills out. He has his his bourbon every once in a while. <laughs> he's just not really all about trying to maul people. He's just trying to live. He's trying to actually life. finish his life out. <laughs> exactly. That's all he's trying to do. He's trying to pick up where it left off. Yeah. Poor zombie. Yeah. Poor poor zombie on that universe, wherever he might be. That sucks for him. I hope it all works out for him. You know, sounds like he deserves it. Yeah, I always wherever feel bad for there. him, you know? Yeah, I do. I, I feel bad for him right now. But, you know, he's just probably trying to pick up where he left off, you know, probably trying to find his family again and all this other other stuff. But you know what? You know, zombie, if you're out there somewhere, we're rooting for you, guy. That's right. You got this. That's right. Yeah, keep your your rotting, rotting you know, head up <laughs> as, it, as it decays. Keep that head up. You got this, man. We're rooting for you. You really are. Truly, I always worry and feel you. bad for those zombies because I'm like, dude, those people are like brothers, sisters, cousins and stuff. And like, we're just mowing them down because they're after us. You know what I mean? Like, I feel bad for them. Like, <laughs> Yo, Could you imagine that too? You're just actually, you're mowing them down. You're having, you know, your weapon in your hand, whatever that might be, sword or even just like a gun and then you see your next door neighbor or uh, your old teacher Ooh, mm, mm, ooh that's, good lord yeah that, that's tough i always think about that too because i'm like what if it's my first grade teacher or like oh even just a cousin or something you're just like dude like that's a zombie mm. bro like what do i do yeah that is true. You think about that. What do you do? You're thinking like it's it's my survival versus them, and that's where sometimes the dilemma comes from. I guess when you see that, 
at least on the movies or even TV show, that nice little dilemma is like, well, I can't do it. It's it's so and so. But then you're like, well, they're not so and so anymore. Right. It's just the memory that you have of them, and you kind of psych yourself out of it in a way to get ready to go ahead and do what you got to do. I guess like you know, it, so. it's kind of putting them to rest too. So it really is. That kind of does. It make really sense. is definitely. It is. You're putting them to rest. And then I guess also if it's one of those teachers that you do remember and everything for the good times, at least that's that's just it is what it is, except for that teacher that might give you like an F. And then you're like, you know what? You had this coming the whole entire time. <laughs> Sixth grade science class like Ooh, all the memories flow back. And you're just been, you're just like, yeah. <laughs> uh. I don't even remember who my sixth grade science teacher was, so I'm not trying to call them out. So it was Me just the first thing that came off. It was, it's totally one of those things that are in the back of your mind, floating out there in space, like we are on the cosmic turtle. Yes. Chilling. Eating Chilling. cosmic strawberries. Cosmic strawberries. I like how it is just wrapped right back to the, the the beginning of everything, of it all. You know, it's it's amazing how it just do, does that. That was awesome. You did great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty on point. It's pretty on point. It was one of those things where it's just like you see where everything is and you just go with it. Mm-hmm. You go with the flows of life. You go with the flows floating in the stars and seeing what universes might actually lie out there. Even in those tiny stars that we see, different planets, the talking animals, the giant insects, the aliens that live among it. Wait a minute. That's another one right there. Aliens. Aliens that might live among us that we don't know about. The legal or illegal ones? Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. Jeez. I had to throw that out there. I mean, there are aliens here, so. Well, I'm glad. See, I was about to say it, but you beat me to it like by a nanosecond. Ooh, I'm glad was, you were thinking that too, so. That was tough. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to say this, though. As long as you're one of those aliens that actually do write and have your papers, you're good around here. Yeah, for sure. That's all I'm But what if it was, though, like legit aliens among us, right? I'm talking about the ones that look all freaky, the ones we can see. Mm-hmm. I don't want- and that they're trying to do right and everything got their papers trying to be Americans as American can be because they got displaced at least from their own planets oh, you know okay. so they come to earth all right so these aliens they come to earth right because mm-hmm. they got displaced from their planets because all sorts of things I mean because famine can happen up there because wars all this stuff they get displaced from their planets they come to planet earth and they try to be as integrated as possible with the rest of us human beings 
Mm-hmm. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine yeah, that, you know, that right there is... Uh, I can hmm. get with that, actually, because that does make sense. I mean, as hmm. long as they try to do it the right way, I'm okay with them aliens or whatever. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So... Thank you all for listening to us for this second time. This one was about alternate universes. Yes. And, you know, whatever thoughts you might have on alternate universes, keep them going because it keeps the human mind continuously thinking and forever flowing and creativity at its finest. Yeah, there's so many alternate universes that... um... I mean, if you got any comments or maybe some questions for us, too, send them in and we can uh, possibly throw them in, in another episode. If there's far enough, you know, we'll uh, make another episode of Alternate Universes. Sure, we'll, we'll touch on some stuff. Make it happen. All right. Thank you for listening. We hope you listen again soon. Bye-bye now.